Hey, everyone, we're on episode 107. Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. Hey everyone, before we dive into this week's episode, I want to let you guys all know about a free no-pitch masterclass I am doing next week. It's called the Show Up Masterclass, and it is all about how you show up with consistent, hard-hitting content, the kind of things that your audience says, oh my goodness, you cut straight into my head, you spoke to me, and I never thought about it that way before. That's right. Free content, no-pitching hard hitting for you guys. I want to help you produce content that helps your audience shift their beliefs so they self-select into your audience so they feel like they are part of the in-club and so they become great referrals for you. We're going to be covering some of the stuff in the show up system and some things that you've never seen before. I do want to warn you, however, there will be no free replays. So it's the live class only on October 8th. Link is in the show notes, or you can go to brittanygardner.com forward slash masterclass. All right, today we're going to be talking all about how falling in love and branding are the same thing. So there's going to be some tactical takeaways from this episode, and also it's going to be a bit more philosophical and maybe a little different from my usual nitty gritty, give you the facts, walk away with the takeaways kind of episodes. There will be some tangibles at the end, you know I'll deliver those, hang out for that. I will get to the whole idea that falling in love and branding are the same thing. We'll get there. But why am I saying that at all? Where did the comparison come from and where does it end? If you believe you have a message worth listening to, then you have a responsibility to get that message out into the world. You have to go for it, even if it feels a little bit scary. Relationships are relationships wherever they occur. So if you think about it, there are a lot of parallels between branding and romantic relationships. This topic has been ruminating a while and it started months ago when I put a training session together for my course, Secret to Sought Out. The module in that course is called Permission Granted. And it was a short training. It was inspired by something I saw in a webinar back in 2016 or so. And this is actually a quote from that webinar that I gave. The reason most coaches fail isn't that they're bad coaches or have a bad coach. Many have invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into training, but because they've never had the courage to step up and look the part of the best in their industry, they're waiting for someone to give them permission. Well, I'm giving you permission. And that was a lot of the premise of that webinar. I was talking more about your appearance and branding, more the you know brand application rather than your brand strategy per se, but it applies here as well. Just take out that part about looking the best and we've got it all put together here. It isn't necessarily that you're bad at what you do. It isn't that you haven't invested time, money, effort, sweat, equity into your business. It's that you've never had the courage to step up and stake your claim. In that course training, I also said you can still be growing and have questions and also be an authority in your field. So if you've heard my episode about staking your claim, it's episode number 69, I think it's called Make a Decision, Be the First. I dive into that part of this topic really well. I talk about overcoming imposter syndrome by projecting the authority you actually truly already have. As for the other part, the part about feeling vulnerable, feeling in love, falling in love, I'm going to take that idea deeper here today. 
Why? Well, a few things have happened in my life to give me both a broader and deeper understanding of this concept. And I'll admit when I first started putting the content for this episode together a few weeks ago, I was feeling a bit down in the dumps. Mostly it was just 2020. Frankly, this year can suck it. I am 100% confident in the concept that your life is what you make of it and that in five years, I'll look back at 2020 and I'll know how it shaped me into a new and better person. And I can also honestly say this year has rarely been enjoyable in that process. I have seen countless marriages crumble. I'm sure you're the same. I have a few close friends going through divorces on top of the whole corona deal. I need more than a single hand to count the people I deal with on a daily basis who are unemployed through no fault of their own. It turns out most of the people I grew up with are racists who insist they aren't because, you know, they have that one black friend. And a bunch of people... I still know think profiting is more important than being a good human. So yeah, 2020 can suck it. We've also been delving into the world of early intervention with our youngest child, trying to get him the help that he needs when nobody will see us in person. Side rant, two-year-olds and Zoom aren't a thing and the government needs to learn exceptions can and should exist. Okay, rants aside... Between talking over the parenting relationship with others I know who are in the situation and talking over marriages with the various people I know and dealing with the whole social things going on online today, the idea of love and vulnerability and the shame that sometimes goes along with these heavy things are getting all twisted up. Now, lest you think this whole episode's going to be a rant about 2020, it's not, I promise. So let me share this. Last week, I stumbled upon a new-to-me Instagram account called We The Urban, thanks to my sister, Tori. It's full of beautiful affirmations, and it shared this quote, which a little bit of internet digging makes me think we can attribute to a woman named Bianca Spiricino. She says, One day, when you least expect it, you are going to crash into someone who is going to be so soft and gentle with your heart, and you are going to be so glad you kept it open. You are going to be so glad that you continued to fight for it, that you chose to believe it deserved more. More on this quote later, but first, another Instagram account, someone who just followed me, had a lovely post that spurred me on to this permission-granted idea for me to return to this and dive deeper into it with you guys. Uh, Her Instagram handle is by Sophia Lua, and she wrote a post about what women crave, and that is, according to her, the idea of, can you handle all of me? I immediately thought, isn't that what stops people from building a big, beautiful, and bold brand? They wonder, can you, my audience, handle all of me? So Sophie continues in the post, quoting her here, It is this deep, profound hunger women have. It is so sexy to feel someone who shows up, really just shows up for life. Her post, of course, is all about men and women and bringing real attention between them to the table. But if you substitute the words men and women for client and brand, it makes sense. In both kinds of relationships, each party needs to know that they're enough and also not too much. So between these two internet quotes that both found themselves to me on a rather interesting week, I spent a fair amount of time thinking about why people build personal brands, what stops them, and how they can overcome it. See, I told you guys, tangibles are coming it all boils down to vulnerability. I'm not going to go all Brene Brown on you here, but I am kind of leaning in that direction. So let's break this down so you can come away with this episode with those tangibles. One, 
Your personal brand is making sure everyone knows who you are, who you serve, and how you serve them. That's brand awareness. Building brand visibility, too, requires consistency and repetition. Three, you need to turn off at least as many people as you turn on or you don't have a brand, you have an advice column with lackluster personality. Four, turning people off means you have to be polarizing. Like cilantro. If you're on my email list, you will remember that email. Five, being polarizing means some people won't like you and that's not only okay, it is the goal. Now, I realize I broke that down in my typical blunt, challenging way. And you might not be a fan of confrontation due to your personality type. I want to point out here, you don't have to be confrontational to turn people off. You just need to have clearly stated opinions and methods. There will always be people who don't agree with you, even if everything you say is done in a super sweet, non-confrontational way. This right here is where the vulnerability can get messy because we all have different personalities and we all experience different feelings. The common denominator is knowing who you are and being willing to show it clearly, confidently, and boldly. Now, let's go back to Bianca Sparagino, only I'm going to replace a few words from her original quote. One day, when you least expect it, you are going to crash into someone who is going to be so soft and gentle with your ideas and beliefs and you are going to be so glad you shared them. You are going to be so glad that you continue to fight for your mission, that you chose to believe your impact deserved more. This is what keeps a mission-driven brand moving forward. If you're like me, and I believe you are if you're listening to this episode, making money is only one part of your dreams. You know you can make the world a better place if only blank. For me, that blank is giving online business owners the tools to build a brand so they can turn around and help more people. I've often heard from my clients, I know I could help more people if only I could be seen. That is what I do. I help service businesses be seen, also known as build the brand awareness with messaging their best clients truly understand. Think back to a lot of our 2020 problems and how many of them could be bettered with messaging and branding that reach more people and communicate more effectively. The U.S. government's response to coronavirus needed definite messaging help. I think both sides of the political aisle can agree on that. Defund the police. Now, I love how provocative that slogan is, but let's be real, they were asking for it when they went with that message. It instantly turned a great many would-be supporters away without them taking the time to understand because the message was so in your face. Global warming versus climate change and the messaging issues that came with each label. There is a reason they have changed that name. I'm reading a book by Ben Settle at the moment. It's called Brand Barbarian, and let's just say it's not for the faint of heart. It is very controversial. It's also packed with good tidbits that aren't dressed up. It's not a bunch of fluff. It's basic information stated very, very clearly. It's repetitive. All of these things put together mean you have to take some of the things that are in there with a grain of salt, but also understand when you boil them down, they are real and they are truth. In the book, he says, be the one who talks about personal things nobody else does, that people feel they know you personally, even if they never met you. Most businesses never give anything personal or intimate. Later, he says, get personal and realize you don't know what's too far until you've gone too far at least once. 
most people will never go too far. They're too scared or too professional or too concerned with their other Facebook friends think. This is powerful if you apply it because Ben is right. Most businesses only want to project a veneer of themselves. It's when you show what's behind the polish that people actually connect with you. And most will never let that happen for fear of going too far, even once, which, as we just heard, is part of the process. We all want to know that when we show up, our audience will say yes to that question that Sophie posed. Can you handle all of me? But that's the wrong question. Or rather, it's the wrong way to ask it. You don't ask your entire audience if they can handle you. You only ask the buyers. We're going to have people in our audience that just can't handle all of us. Sometimes they end up there by mistake. Sometimes they're just there because they have too much time on their hands and don't know how to edit their social media usage. And sometimes they're just scoping out the competition. Those people don't matter. Those are the people you want to turn off. Yes, even your competition, you want to bug the crud out of them. If you aren't, then one or both of you haven't differentiated yourself enough yet. If you're letting vulnerability stop you from building a personal brand, you need to know two things. One, you're only going to get over it when you realize you won't ever be entirely comfortable. And two, if you don't get over it, you're limiting how many people you can help. Embracing your vulnerability as you build a personal brand is part of the brand building process. Asking yourself, can you handle all of me, is part of each stage in the know, like, and trust factor. First, will I let my audience know all of me? Then, will I give them the opportunity to like all of me? And then finally, deepening into, will they know and like enough of me to trust me? The only way you're going to know is if you try. And in the great words of Don Draper, because I just watched The Social Dilemma and couldn't figure out where that computer programmer dude came from, and I had to IMDB it, and guess what? Turns out he was Pete on Mad Men. Anyway, in the great words of Don Draper, if you don't like what's being said, change the conversation. Here's the deal. You have to decide whether you are willing to embrace vulnerability and really put yourself out there. You have to decide if you're willing to take on the responsibility and get your message out there. If you are ready to brandscape your way through this, intentional business is your next step. Link for that in the show notes as usual. Until next week, guys. Mm-hmm.